Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Roddy takes the snap. He'll look to the right side. He's throwing deep again, going to the end zone, up in the air. Touchdown! Jarrett goes over the top. The Eskimo defense has done it. Eskimos win the football game. It is short. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. Now, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Oilers and Eskimos, 630 Chad. Big night on the track in Rio. The relays are coming up. Can Canada hit the podium? Will both lead Jamaica to victory again? The men's 4x100 happens in about 90 minutes. We'll have a preview for you with the former Olympian Edmontonian sprinter EJ Paris. And he'll uh, talk a little bit about the DeGrasse Bolt bromance, if that's what you want to call it. Interesting day at the Olympics. Canada gets women's soccer bronze for the second straight games. A 2-1 victory over Brazil today. Eric Lamaz gets a bronze in equestrian and show jumping. So 20 medals for Canada. Four gold, three silver, 13 bronze. Uh, for a while, we had 21 medals. And then we didn't in a bit of a bizarre sort of hard to understand situation in in the race walk our guy evan dunphy crossed the line in fourth place he'd been bumped a couple k from the finish by a japanese competitor canada protests protest successful hey we got a bronze medal japan protests <laughs> protest successful Hey, Japan has the bronze medal. Dunphy's fourth again. Uh, that is an interesting one. I, I mean, long story short, there, there are kind of two levels of officiating is how I had it explained to me. We'll, we'll talk a little more in depth about that, about a guy who's competed in the race walk in the Olympics five times. Tim Barrett is going to join us on Inside Sports a little bit later on tonight. In the next half hour, uh, my old friend Jay Onright at the Baska's own for now with Fox Sports 1 down in beautiful Los Angeles. He'll be on at uh, 6.30 for some, well, who knows what we're going to talk about probably a little bit uh, on the olympics that's all ahead tonight gonna be fun we'll preview the eskimos and argos game tomorrow montreal leads ottawa 17-9 in the cfl tonight that game in ottawa three minutes left in the first half later on tonight calgary plays bc baseball this evening the blue jays are up two nothing on the cleveland indians after four the jays a game and a half lead in the american league east on both baltimore and boston right off the top that's your scoreboard update courtesy of crystal glass for all your glass needs you can call 310 glass today thanks for tuning in it's 609 my name is reed wilkins this is inside sports on 630 chad we're with you until nine o'clock Tonight, as always, I'm happy to hear from you on the phone, 780-496-0063. You can also text 630-630. Get me on Twitter, 
at Reed Wilkins. If you would like to send an email, it's inside sports at 630ched.com. Uh, I got, uh, played a round of golf this morning, got home in time to see uh, about the last, so I don't know, half an hour of the soccer match. Didn't see the Canadian goals uh, live, went back and watched them on replay, did see Brazil score and try to pressure to tie at the end. They went right to the show jumping, the equestrian jump off with uh, five people. So Lamaz, the Canadian, got bronze in that. And then they showed a little uh, BMX bike race. And I, 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 you know what? Here's the thing. It's, it's the last weekend of the Olympics. Ends, ends on Sunday. We'll, we'll do some wrap-up stuff on, on the show on Monday, obviously. But this is the last one. We'll be updating events. I, I'm curious to hear from you uh, on the text line, on the phone line, on Twitter. What's, what sport needs to be taken out of the Olympics and what sport needs to be added to the Olympics? It was, it was certainly a, uh, I think, long overdue that golf was added to the Olympics, though perhaps it didn't go as, as well as they would have liked, given some of the big names that decided not to compete. But nonetheless, the men's tournament turned out to be uh, really exciting. By the way, Brooke Henderson, the Canadian in the uh, women's golf that's now through three rounds, tough day today, a four over 75. She falls into a tie for eighth place had four bogeys plus a double bogey on the 16th so uh, she drops a little bit off the lead we'll see if she can uh, mount a charge tomorrow certainly a sport like golf long over baseball has been in and out of the olympics currently out um and, and i was you know i was watching the equestrian and i thought great for canada to get a medal certainly respect uh, the athletes including the horses but I was kind of starting to think to myself, you know, if they want to, and they've talked about this, paring down the number of sports in the Olympics, would, would look, would equestrian be, not be the, the first one you eliminate from the Olympic Games? The, the, the show jumping? Kellen Kennedy says no. I just, I just wonder about the appeal of this, and I'm not, it's obviously very difficult. Mm -hmm. I'm not arguing that, but is this really a big viewer draw and is this something you look at and say well that is really a test of athletic prowess it's a is a it's it's a test of teamwork between horse and rider or, or animal and man i guess and and you would you'd have to be in a certain physical shape to be able to put up with the rigorous you know, jump uh, jumps during a competition and that stuff. I would say. Well, fair enough. You, uh, know. you have to be able to control the. You animal. don't see anybody work, my work size on the back of a horse jumping up and down. Let's just put it that way. You don't see anybody what? My size on, a, on the back of a horse oh. jumping up and down. <laughs> well, you're, don't make it sound like you weigh 800 pounds, <laughs> yeah. Kennedy. And by the way, you've lost like oh, yeah. 40 pounds over well, the last couple of years. So good thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. Is it that much but, now? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're about 40, 40 plus now. So. You've lost yeah. over 40 pounds. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. Uh, so. so so anyway, but, uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, as Sean texting in, uh, show jumping can stay, but get rid of the horses. Well, they already, they already have steeplechase. Yeah. On, that, that's on the, cool. Track. That's fun to watch. That, no, that's, a, that's an interesting event <laughs> because it's, all right, let's make people run a long distance, and yeah. then every so often they just have to jump over a really high hurdle. Oh, and yeah. on one of the hurdles, they have to land in water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's, there, there are some bizarre events in the Olympics because they date back to 
well, some some of them the old yeah old old Olympics or or even sports that were more popular in yeah. the you know early 1900s mm-hmm. when the Olympics Olympics got going. Uh, so yeah, steeplechase is kind of funny. Yeah. What is I think it's 3,000 meters for women and 5,000 meters for men. Yeah. And, and yes, there's the water pit. Yeah. Where you gotta jump. <laughs> Jump over, yeah. uh, jump over the high yeah. hurdle, and then step on the uh, water. Yeah, quite, or step in the water. Quite frankly, with my opinion, I wouldn't delete any of the events right now in the Olympics, but I would make the addition of uh, MMA to the Olympics. Well, that's that, that's interesting. I think it's that very be popular because you have already Greco-Roman wrestling in the Olympics. Why not? Uh, and, and boxing. Why not bring in uh, the other combat sport, MMA? Well, that's interesting. I mean, now, the thing is, it, it's amateur boxing, so would you have to have amateur MMA competitors, the, people who haven't committed to UFC or some one of the other and, and organizations? There, yeah, there, there are uh, amateur MMA clubs around and that stuff, and you could just go off the model with them. They, they, they don't fight in cages. They fight on mats, and points are given and deducted and stuff. So uh, This texture says, how about trimming the 100 swimming events and rowing events? Well, you know what? There are too there are too many swimming events. Yes, I don't think yes. we need all the re, all the relays, and the distances. There, what there's you know 100, 200, 400, 800. Hmm. Uh, well, for freestyle and a 1500 for freestyle. But do we need? I mean, this I don't know how long it's been around. Like a four by 200 meter freestyle relay. You have the four by one. Fine, that's hmm. fine. That's fine. I mean, and then it seems like the same people are going to win those. And then, not that Michael Phelps isn't a great swimmer, right. but certainly his medal count, he's had a lot more opportunities to win medals than even a guy like Bolt. I mean, what if what if in in, in running, there's the 100 meters, the 200 meters, the 4x1, uh, the 4x2, and then what if there was a relay where one guy did long jump and then somebody else did 100 meters and mm. somebody else did high jump? And so, you know, then Bolt was in that. I mean, you could just keep keep adding events. I, I wouldn't mind seeing fewer swimming events, for sure. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Uh, this texture says, this is an interesting point, actually. Equestrian is the only event where men and women compete equally. Mm-hmm. Keep it. Uh, Jackie O says, no beach volleyball, no baseball. Limit the number of athletes. I, I would not get rid of beach volleyball. And I'm not just saying that no. for aesthetic reasons. I think it's a great sport. I think it's highly entertaining. I, I mean, you should be entertaining people. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't know. The people who never watch volleyball or beach volleyball will mm. turn it on every four years during the Olympics and be entertained. If you never watch equestrian and turn it on during the Olympics, I don't know if you're going to be entertained by that and sit through it. I would bring in five-on-five five beach volleyball. Why do we have to have just two-on-two two tandems going at it all the time? Why why can't we have five-on-five five teams? Like, real real volleyball is what? Five-on-five, five, right? So, uh, This person says, Oh, my God, show jumping is extremely demanding for the rider. If you think you can just jump on a horse and go, you are ignorant. Get rid of table tennis. Yawn. Okay, first of all, I, 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 have never, I never argued that it's, that it's easy. I, and I don't think I could do it. Obviously, that's not the point. You know, most of us listening and participating in the show can't jump in and do any Olympic sport, okay? So don't come at me with that weak argument. I'm just saying, uh, I don't, I personally, I don't think it would be as demanding as a lot of the other Olympic events physically, though I've, though I absolutely it's difficult to do it and to control the horse and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And from a viewer point of view, what's the draw? What's the draw? 
There were, when they showed that equestrian final today, there were a lot of empty seats. But, mind you, uh, they have been complaining about attendance at any Olympic event this time around because attendance has been a factor in Rio. So. Doreen says, uh, Reed, have you ever tried to ride the hours and hours that equestrian training takes and develop a skill like that? Just because you don't like it doesn't mean many others don't enjoy show jumping and dressage. As far as I'm concerned, you could take all the professionals competing you could take out all of the professionals competing in the games. Don't like that idea, do you? Actually, I don't know. If, they, if it went to a truly amateur format, wouldn't bother me, but it's not going to happen. It was like that for a few years, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like that until really the 90s. They yeah. started incorporating more professionals. I mean, now you got professional tennis players. Would the beach volleyball players not be professionals? Correct me if I'm wrong. Would the show jumpers and equestrian people not be professionals? Mm, yeah, if they're competing for stuff at like Spruce Meadows, which is down in Calgary, and that stuff, that's 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 semi-pro, if not pro, right? So. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I'm sure it's difficult, but there are a lot of things that are difficult that aren't in the Olympics. Ballroom dancing was a demonstration sport in the Olympics. I'm sure it's difficult to be a really good ballroom dancer. I remember that. Doesn't, what, doesn't belong in the Olympics. What games was that? Was that Athens? I think it was, wasn't it? No, I thought it was Atlanta they did. Was it Atlanta? Dancing. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was even a medal sport. Yeah. Uh, this person says, get rid of race walking. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, this texture says, Reed, how is ping pong an Olympic sport? Toss it. Well, it's table tennis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian says, well, this is interesting from Brian. He goes, I could be alone on this, but I say no need for running. How is running a sport? I could do without the running events in the Olympics. Wow, just get rid of all get rid of the track events is what he's saying <laughs> well i don't know i think personally i think it's pretty impressive to see the speeds that some of them go just walk over to the iwaf and say yeah the the sprinters the usain bolts the andre de grasse nah but we don't need it well uh max says my wife is mesmerized by horse show jumping she loves it and uh, oksana says if you get rid of equestrian get rid of golf all right you can text 630 630 quick timeout inside sports on 630 chat you're listening to inside sports with reed wilkins on edmonton sports leader 630 chat alouettes leading the red blacks 23 9 10 seconds left in the first half in the cfl tonight thanks a lot for tuning in 780-496 0063, you can text 63630. Uh, Alex says, uh, if you want to get rid of an Olympic sport, get rid of handball, yawn, table tennis is awesome. Water polo is another one that no one cares about. Chris says, I don't think you have watched show jumping. It is an incredible sport to watch and get into. The Olympics started as a celebration of civilization and what better symbol than the mastery of the horse? That's a, a good angle from Chris. Brian says, yeah, sure, it's cool to see someone run really fast, but that's not really a sport. And I would argue that most of the elite runners are genetically made for running. It's less something you can train for uh, than something you need to be born with. Another texter says, should the shooting events be included? Uh, this texter says, if 
equestrian is an Olympic sport, then why not add barrel racing? Another texter says, haha, the horse riding community comes out and lays into Reed. With show jumping, aren't you relying on how smart the horse is? Well, I don't know. I never thought I would tick off members of the equestrian community. I got nothing against it as a sport. I just don't think it should be in the Olympics. And I quite frankly, here's my thing. I don't think it is a mainstream spectator sport. And I don't think it has the potential to be. My cousin Dominique texts in. He says, Reed, I have an idea. Add pool and beer drinking. Then we can combine the two. That would attract an audience. It'd be like the summer biathlon. This texture says hundreds of thousands of people pass through Spruce Meadows each year and that is just one location. Keep equestrian, get rid of the floor exercises in gymnastics and maybe add some rodeo events. Right now it's mainly Western Hemisphere but it's cheaper to develop than a velodrome or ski jump or ice arena. You can keep the text coming to 630-630. Here's the deal. Oh, this is a good tweet from Brian. He says, I take out speed walking and add slow running. <laughs> I, uh, I wrote a love letter to the Rio Olympics. We'll get to that in the next half hour. Jay Onright from Fox Sports 1 will be popping on the show as well. Going to be fun to have him. We're back after the news. Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chet. Well, we're about an hour away from the men's 4x100 relay in Rio. We're about uh, 40 minutes away from the women's 4x100 relay as well. We'll keep you updated on both. Uh, Canada, obviously, with a uh, better medal chance in the men's race. This portion of Inside Sports presented by Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or its free guarantee. Visit actionfurnace.ca. Well, we opened a, a big can of worms here. Uh, talking about what should and shouldn't be in the Olympics. I've uh, clearly irritated a couple of members of, I would assume, the show jumping community. Sometimes what happens in your Kellen is you have the same people texting over and over again, so it's not nearly as many people upset as you think it yeah. might be. Yeah. Uh, Dennis, uh, I'll just read a few here uh, about a, a variety of things. Mark says, uh, dressage is the horse equivalent of ballroom dancing. It doesn't belong in the Olympics. Dennis says, whoever said to get rid of team handball obviously does not understand the sport. It's a fast, strategic, exciting game. Maybe they need to watch some YouTube videos in slow motion to bring the game down to their level to appreciate it. Or better yet, they need to stick to watching soccer to keep up with all the goals! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. From Dennis. Alex says, uh, archery should be eliminated. We're not living in Nottingham. Robin Hood died a long time ago. Archery is horrible. <laughs> That's from Alex. <laughs> no, factually correct. We're not living in Nottingham, and Robin Hood died a long time ago. Mm. Stealth says, keep equestrian as long as you put five horses on the starting line and time the race to establish the winner. Uh... Wade, or, or sorry, Denny says, take out anything with a horse and take out shooting, add baseball and cricket. Grant says, take out anything with a judge. 
Colin says the modern pentathlon seems like the silliest event going, but I also think animals shouldn't be in the Olympics. And uh, one of the people I've irritated says, oh my God, again, Spruce Meadows is the top equestrian facility in the world. Obviously a huge following for the sport. Okay, let, let's just, I, I say to this person, just calm down and listen to what I'm saying and try to be reasonable. Because you can be passionate about that sport. I don't, uh, that's, that's fine. You're right, Spruce Meadows is a great facility. You're right, there, there are clearly people passionate about show jumping, clearly. You can name anything in the world and there are passionate people about it. Abs absolutely, can't argue with you there. I'm sure you're a member of that community and I'm sure you know other people be because of your passion who are passionate about equestrian. Totally with you on that. Obviously a huge following for the sport. Okay, here's all I'm going to say. Go up to 10 random people on the street in whatever community you live in and ask them to name the top, what, three show jumpers in the world? The top one, the defending world champion? And then ask them to name the reigning Super Bowl champion, the reigning Stanley Cup champion, and the reigning uh, Grey Cup champion. I, I'm pretty sure I know which you'll get more answers to. So again... Just because you're passionate about a niche sport doesn't mean it has a huge following, okay? If you listen to this show, you know that I love Def Leppard. I'm not delusional that I think that therefore everybody loves Def Leppard. Because probably a third of the audience had never heard of the band until they heard me talking about them, okay? So, honestly, I'm sorry if I've insulted you, show jumping community. I think it's a worthy debate whether or not that sport is in the Olympics. I think the spectator draw to that sport for the average sports fan is definitely debatable. And therefore, its inclusion in one of the premier sporting spectacles in the world is therefore debatable. That's where I'm coming from. I'm not telling you not to love it, and I'm not telling you it's not difficult. Though I don't think it's as physically demanding on the riders as, as other sports in the Olympics. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So the Olympics are ending this weekend. So I get a little misty-eyed about that. Jay Onright's coming up in about five or six minutes, by the way. Uh, as you know, Kellen, sometimes I like to pen a little bit of a love letter. So I have written this love letter <laughs> to the Rio Olympics. All right. Summer Olympics in Rio. I love you. I'd do anything to be with you. I'd even swim through sewage-infested waters just to get closer to you. In fact, uh, I, I think I just did. Or maybe I just brushed too close to a French race walker. One or the other, I don't know. I love you for all the sports I don't usually watch, like women's beach volleyball. It's the sport that puts the bum in bump set spike. You really can be such a tease, Rio Olympics. Like when you said Canada finished fourth in the race walk. Then you gave us the bronze medal. Then you put us fourth again. That made me so mad I felt like vandalizing a bathroom. Rio Olympics, 
Thanks to you, I watched a jump off in equestrian. I watched people jump off a diving board. And I watched Americans jump off the bandwagon when their women's soccer team lost in the quarterfinals. We had such a fleeting romance, Rio Olympics. Why, it seems like just yesterday you were wowing me with your opening ceremonies. Now you're getting ready to break it off. There are mosquitoes carrying the Zika virus that live longer than our relationship. So I guess this is it, Rio. Maybe someday you'll host the Olympics again. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> that won't happen. All my love, Reed Wilkins. Listening to 6:30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. All right, so uh, Canada, 20 medals now: bronze in women's soccer, bronze. Eric Lamaze in show jumping today. The Blue Jays are leading Cleveland 2-1 after six relays coming up less than an hour away. For both, we'll keep you updated. Oh, how about this? Welcome back to the show, the pride of Athabasca, now with Fox Sports 1 in the United States. It's Jay Onright. Jay, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? It's, uh, it's great to be here, Bob Layton. Uh, I'm, I'm so thrilled to be on with you. I've, been a, I've admired you for such a long time, your commentary, uh, your wit, and, uh, and the way you uh, make sure that the little man is represented uh, throughout the province of Alberta. No, no, Jay, it's, it's, not, it's not Bob Layton. It's Reed Wilkins. Oh. Reed Wilkins. Oh, Reed Inside Wilkins. sports. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. My, my mistake. I, uh, I have a weekly segment with Bob, and uh, uh, I don't think I need to tell your, uh, your listeners here on 630 Chet how popular that is. A lot of people are talking about it. The Journal, the Sun, um, uh, the other newspapers in town uh, uh, just, too many to mention yeah really just those two papers now which are now kind, kind of the two. same paper you, if, if jay and bob aren't those the characters from all the uh, kevin smith movies wasn't it jay and silent oh yeah bob? jay and silent bob right but uh, i think we can all agree mr layton is, is not silent <laughs> <laughs> no it'd have to be it'd have to be uh, jay and loud bob Deep voice, Bob. Well, I'm not saying he's loud, but he's definitely not silent. Yeah, he's definitely... Uh, I'm not saying anything about Mr. Layton. I'm frankly terrified of him. <laughs> Even though you've never met him and may, may never meet him, you're terrified of Bob Layton. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think I would just be, if I ever ha had the chance to meet him, I'd just be so nervous because I've been watching and listening to him uh, for so long, my whole life, really. Um, yeah, I, I'd just be terribly nervous. It would be a little bit like meeting uh, Mr. Dressup back in the day, Ernie Coon. <laughs> now, since you've since you've moved to California and and you, you get to mingle with more uh, celebrities, I assume you're going to all the Hollywood parties. You have uh, a guest daily on on your Fox Sports Live show. Who, who's the most nervous or the most excited? Uh, who's made you the most excited to meet out of all the athletes and famous people you've got to interview? Wow, great question. Um, well, this week we had um, a real nice guy on, on the show, Josh Dumel, a handsome guy. He's been in all the Transformers movies, and he's starring in uh, this Bill Spaceman Lee movie that's out on, uh, well, today. It's out today. It's called Spaceman, appropriately. And he came on the show, and i got to say, he's from Minot, North Dakota, 
So not too far from Alberta, not too far from Saskatchewan. And he, uh, he was sensational. He was super nice, super nice guy. And, uh, and, I, and I came to realize that, that there was something I couldn't remember about Minot, North Dakota. And then it came to me, that's where my parents had their honeymoon. Oh. That's right. They were, uh, they were living in uh, Saskatoon, and they were both students at the University of Saskatchewan, and they had one long weekend for their honeymoon. So they said they hopped in their car, and they drove south, and they got to Minot. They were like, yeah, this looks all right. And they stayed there for two days and left. Till the and, money uh, ran I out. Say, yeah. Well, uh, if that's not the most romantic and wonderful honeymoon story that your listeners have ever heard, uh, th- then I'm not Jay Onright. Minot, North Dakota. That, that's that, that's incredible. Where were it's the, the honeymoon capital of the Midwest. Where were the World Juniors uh, in North Dakota? It wasn't Minot, was it? Oh, uh, no, it wasn't Minot. What town it am I was, thinking of? It uh, was Grand Forks, I think, or Grand something. I can't remember, but you're right. It was. I remember all the Manitobans went down and uh, filled the building down there. I can't remember what the... the but, yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Was, Grand Forks, North down Dakota. There right. Yeah. Grand Forks, there it is. That, yeah, well, yeah. I think that was... The, the Winnipeggers... Is that the Patrick Kane uh, year? That, well, that was the lockout, uh, the lockout one, right? When oh, Crosby yeah, played and Canada all Canada was loaded. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. Oh. North Dakota getting some nice plugs tonight on, on, on Inside Sports, so, so that's good. Hey, what's the, uh, what's the Olympic frenzy like there for, for you, buddy? Are you, uh, are you waving the Canadian flag, reminding everybody about uh, our nation getting 20, oh, wait, 21, oh, wait, 20 medals? You know, I will say this. Um, you know, I'm so thrilled about how well Canada is doing. Like, how great is this, right? Uh, they're getting, what was the 22 medals in Barcelona? That was the record. They're getting close to that, I think. I thought I saw that today. Um, uh, I will say this, though. America doesn't care. Uh, once again, America <laughs> is just turning their backs on us. Um, so, for example, uh, the, the Usain Bolt, uh, Andre de Grasse uh, battle on the track, uh, this is very much, uh, we're into Usain Bolt. Uh, did Justin Gatlin not qualify? Okay, well, we're only into Usain Bolt. And this other DeGrasse kid, is he from France? Oh, he's from Canada? Okay, great. So, yeah, they just don't care about us, Reed. And, and you know what? We shouldn't worry about that. We don't need their validation. We don't need the validation of America to prove how great we are as a country. Sure, I'm living and working in the United States, but uh, I'm going to take their money. But that doesn't mean uh, that I'm going to have to cheer for their team. Uh, no, well, that is interesting. So it, it, it's funny because the, the 100 meters is uh, the big sexy race of the Olympics. So, But it was all about Gatlin and Bolt then. That, w- that was the storyline, I guess, eh? I mean, really, it was just about Bolt. I right. mean, you know, everyone's just obsessed about him. And why wouldn't they be? He's sensational. He's a showman. He's a great, you know, he's, he's one of the greatest Olympians of all time. And then in the first week, of course, everyone was obsessed about Phelps. And then now everyone's obsessed with Bolt and Ryan Lochte and all the lies he's told. Yeah, what a story that is, eh? I mean, that's uh, that's like a that's like a bender in Mournville that you've told us about in the past. I mean, Lochte's gone form, full Mournville on these Olympics. Yeah, and exactly, full Mournville. And here's the thing with Lochte that someone pointed out today that I didn't realize. You know, the the Brazilians are like, oh, what's the big deal? You know, boys will be boys. They just uh, peed all over a. Uh, a restroom in a gas station. That's the kind of thing I did in Morinville, probably at the Shell station there all the time. But uh, here's the difference. Uh, when I did that uh, in Morinville, I was probably uh, 15 years old. Um, 
Ryan Lochte's 32. Like, he's not a kid anymore. Um, maybe grow up a little bit, Lochte? And, by the way, if you have a gun pulled on you, uh, maybe that's the thing that will make you realize that you shouldn't pee all over gas stations in foreign countries. And why not just go in the bush? I mean, there's so many questions I have for Ryan Lochte. Unfortunately, I think he's disappeared forever. You don't think he's going Someone gonna... else had a... Oh, I don't think he's coming back. Easy, I, easy. Someone else had a great idea, too, Reed. <laughs> and what do you think of this? You drop Ryan Lochte into random countries and then see how many days it takes for an international incident to occur. <laughs> he could make That's a reality a show. show I'd watch. That's a reality yeah. show right there. On the road with Lochte. Yeah. Or right? lo- locked you, you up with Lochte. Into, yeah, you send him into Burundi and see how long it takes for him to pee on a gas station there. <laughs> Jay Onright from Fox Sports 1 joining us tonight inside sports on 630 Chad. So you uh, you didn't get to go to uh, Rio. So what what no. Olympics were you at? You were at you were at London? Yep. You were at Vancouver. Uh, did, yep. you, did you go to Russia? Yes, yes we did. Um, and it was a magnificent time. Um, I definitely would not have pissed a, on a gas station bathroom there. Uh, but I will say this, uh, you know, Rio, I, I'm, I'm, I know there's been a lot of issues, uh, uh, the Zika virus, uh, the green water, uh, Ryan Lochte's lies. But at the same time, man, I, watching the Olympics, uh, it, it makes me really sad that I wasn't able to go this time. Having said that, I feel like I've seen more of the Olympics because when you're there, you, you obviously can only go to one event at a time. So... You know, if you're if you're at the the track and field events and something cool is happening, say you know the Canadian women are winning bronze in, in the soccer, um, you're only hearing about it on you know on your phone or something like that, just like everybody else. And you kind of feel like you're missing out. Whereas if you're at home, you can be flipping the channels and watch all of it, get all that stuff. So it's almost better to see it at home. What I'm trying to say is. Uh, no need to go to any live sporting events anymore. Right. So, uh, good luck at Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> yeah, new arena. Thanks, Jay. That's, that's great <laughs> advice for people. Just watch more television and eat more. That's the message from Jay Onright tonight. Uh, Jay, i got to ask you something because uh, we we planned this earlier in the week. We are like, why don't you come on Friday? We'll just sit and talk about Mournville and all the stuff we usually talk about. You have written two books, uh, Anchor Boy and Number Two. Each book contains two stories, uh, two chapters, dedicated to you having difficulty controlling your bowels. Earlier today, in the 50K race walk, Johan Denis, a uh, French race walker, one of the best in the world, um, lost control of his bowels and was photographed and captured on video with the result of that uh, streaming down his back leg. You must have have had a special sort of... um, Bond with Mr. Denise, perhaps, or a special sort of sympathy for him, given uh, some of the adventures you've had? Absolutely, I did. And not only that, that man immediately became my favorite Olympian of all time. And I think the best part of it is that, you know, that you just keep going. You know, what else can you possibly do? you got to keep running the race, or should I say walking the race. <laughs> you gotta keep walking that's the race. Right, that's right. What? How, keep walking. Yeah. How fast do you run? Oh, I, I don't. Well, I thought you were I an Olympian. I just walk. No, I just walk. How, yeah. How does one become a race walker? And how do you do it? And how do you explain it to your friends and family 
without them saying, are you serious? Like, you're going to do this? Yeah, like, not? how does one... Why not run? just run? If you want to go that distance, why, won't you be done quicker yeah. if you just run? Yeah, wouldn't you want to get there faster? And then <laughs> Johan probably said, no, but in race walking, I crap my pants and then keep going, and nobody will be any the wiser. And then they're probably like, okay, no, that makes perfect sense, which is why I probably should be competing in the race walk for Canada. Well, I don't think it's too late for you to get involved. Uh, I mean, you kind of have that uh, awkward gait already, right? Like, some, well, not like because sometimes you do that funny walk, and I'm like, Joe, Jay looks like he's race walking. You, you'd fit right. Yeah, in. yeah. I, I kind of have a race walker's body. Um, you know, a thin torso, long legs, small penis, the whole bit. <laughs> so there's no reason why I couldn't do it. Um, but you know, I always find it really awkward. Like, I think there was, was it like skeet shooting or something that, that Vietnamese gentleman won Vietnam's first ever gold medal for? Um, it was some shooting event. And I remember thinking, this guy's like 50 years old. Like, should there be not like an age cutoff for Olympians? And in the, um, in the women's balance beam competition, or maybe it was the women's vault competition in gymnastics, there was like a, a 42-year-old woman, and they were saying that she has a son who's older than some of the other women that she's competing with. And I'm thinking, at some point, don't they just say, listen, you're done. you got to go home. You look too old to be competing in the Olympics. Isn't, isn't that the way it should be? Shouldn't it be a, a young person's event, the Olympics? Well, some of the – I was watching the equestrian today. Yes, I was watching the equestrian today. And, and yeah, the riders are, like, all over – 50 they just keep and that's the thing about those sports is like once you're good at it you can just play forever it's just like See, it's gonna, like being a it's me? like being a, a punter in the in the canadian right. football you can just you can play literally until you're 60 years old like bob cameron did. Bob, i'm just gonna say bob cameron the best example <laughs> of that i think he just retired yesterday he just finally he just, just like he yeah, finally hung it up finally hung up the cleats as they say all right <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, thanks for uh, just just talking to me. You're always uh, entertaining. I hope things are going well in in California. And uh, yeah, always keep a bathroom nearby, my friend. I will absolutely. Thanks, Reed. That is Jay Onright from Fox Sports One. Proudly grew up in the lovely community of Athabasca. This is Inside Sports on 6:30. Chad. 6:30. Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at six on 6:30. Chad.